So I'm at this wedding, and this kip is there, and he starts drinking and making a fool out of himself. And at the end of the wedding, it's nice and quiet, and everybody sits down for the mitzvah dance, and he is toasted. And he's out of control, and he's going, where's the battle? And the bachman gets up and says some little corny joke. Everybody chuckles, and he bursts out. He's like, you know. And everybody's getting tense. He's making a scene. The father had some friends that he sent over. They tried to get the battle away, and people started getting uncomfortable, and he started making a fuss, and he started making a mess, and everything was getting worse, and almost pushing, and whatever. Three o'clock in the morning, it was over. I was at the wedding. I go outside. I see him sitting down having a cigarette. I go sit next to him. I say, so? How was your brother's wedding tonight? Did you enjoy? He said, everything was fine and great until 12 o'clock when all of a sudden everybody started freaking out. (laughs) His perception was not that I did something that caused everybody to freak out. His perception was like craziest, weirdest thing that ever happened. So I looked at him, I said, wow, that's so strange. Was like everybody just freaked out at the same time? Like, wow. And at you? Yeah, it was just at me. Uh, it was the craziest thing. Everybody's freaking out at me. It was so, so crazy. I'm like, whoa, that must have been really hard for you. In his mind, he didn't trigger anything. He didn't trigger. That's the funniest thing, craziest thing about our kips. They make, they do things, and then they just say, why is everybody freaking out at me? What? Why everybody's so, why are you so, why are you getting so nervous? Why are you getting, and it, it, everyone is so uptight, right? And it's because they, they do this and they don't realize what they do it, when they do it. So don't, defend the other side. Because then, in their, it's a real <laughs> perception. It's real that I'm just minding my own business. Craziest thing happened. Everybody freaked out. Like 200 people all freaked out just at me. Their perception. I was just sitting there at the train station and these cops came over and gave me a ticket. You were smoking. It said no smoking. They don't, they don't, they're just anti-Semites or whatever they call it, right? It's like their perception. Everything goes wrong for me. And don't defend the other side because it doesn't help. Because what happens is then you take your support from him in his world where you could say to him something like, you know, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Because you're not going to fix him. And if you don't do that, he feels, my parents never take my side. My par- And it's true, you're always taking logic side. But you're leaving the patient who is impaired Okay, feeling abandoned, and they're worse off, and they make bigger mistakes. That's the mistake that the world makes. No, you have to teach him right from wrong. He's not learning right from wrong right now. The only thing he's going to feel in his nefesh, because he's a child in an adult body, who is not mature right now because they're broken from pain, their conclusion is, my parents don't understand me, my parents don't like me, it's, it's all the adults, don't trust any adults. That's, that's how that happens. I want his internal nefesh, as broken as it is, to feel supported. That's what's so twisted about this. Okay? So, we find this in the Torah. The eagle was a bad thing we did. We did a really bad thing. Moshe Rabbeinu was not at the eagle. So what did he do? He left the machna. He said, I'm out of here. I can't support this. I'm not a part of you guys. You blew it. It's the worst thing that you did. I'm out of here. Says the Pasik that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Vishav el go back to the Machne. Don't leave. Moshe packed up, called Moses, uh, Moshe's movers. He was the first, actually, that's how they named the company. Because he was the first guy to call, and they're like, what's your name? So like, okay, Moshe's movers. And, are they still in business? I haven't seen a Moshe's movers truck in a long time. Moshe's movers. And, and, and he feels very good. I moved out. Hashem says, hang on. 
go back. Why? Rashi brings out a medrash. Hashem tells Moshe if I'm angry and you're also angry, who's going to be makar of them? So you, they have a problem with the policeman. He gave a ticket and you say, yeah, what do you want from the policeman? It's his job. You're the one who did something wrong. You took yourself and you put yourself on the side of the police. If the police is bekas and you're bekas, I'm kein miyakarvam. Over here also, there's a problem with grandma, bubby, babi, whatever you want to call her, oppa, what are you, what's the other ones? Ima, whatever, no, oppa and omi. And you take their side so all you did, he anyway had the same problem with that other person, but now, he now has beef with you. So now, not only is he struggling with his boss, his neighbor, those stupid neighbors, they freak out. Why'd they call the cops? Because you woke them up at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, like, not a little woke up, firecrackers, like, hello, right? And then you say, oh, the, the, what do you want from the neighbors? So now you take yourself and you put yourself on the side of the neighbors. So they feel, they feel, Kips will feel abandoned by you. You always take everybody else's side. Logically, you'll say, yeah, because you're always wrong. It doesn't help them. Because in their mind, you abandon them. In Kemiya Karvam, you have a much more important task. Because kids who feel abandoned sin more for longer periods of time, do more drugs, ha- develop more mental illness, have more problems, end up hurting themselves and other people much, much more. We don't have kids in the jail system. Why not? Why aren't any of our kids going through jail, back in jail, out of jail, into jail? And why? Because kids who feel loved, kids who feel loved by their parents, are healthier even though they're dysfunctional. So my advice to you is, be very careful. I mean, under doctor's orders, right? But in your situation, I will tell you, your job is not to take the side of anything. Now, even Hashem. For that, you have to ask your Rav. But that's what Hashem told my Sherbenu. Don't take my side. You're going to emotionally move over on my side, so the Jews are going to feel totally abandoned. I messed up with Hashem, and I don't have a leader. I messed up with Hashem and Yeshiva. I got thrown out of Yeshiva, and my father won't look at me. Did you make the kids stronger by showing your disappointment? Or do they feel that not only I don't have a Yeshiva, I don't have a Tata. Not only I don't have a blank, but I also don't have parents. That's really what's happening in this dar. In the previous diaries, even 20 years ago, kids weren't that hypersensitive. Now we're finding kids are so hypersensitive that when you don't side with them, right, they feel abandoned. And the damage is much worse than if you would side with them or, or whatever happened. Because it could be that they broke someone's window and the whole thing is a $100 problem. But by not siding with them, you created a huge, huge hole in their heart. The world will tell you, right, this is where I am, Aver Hayardin, Aver Avram Ivri, okay, Avi Ivri. This is where I'm different, because the world will tell you, you, you became a shigar? You're, you're nuts now? You shouldn't tell him the truth? How's he ever going to learn? I understand that right now, their brain is like a chayla. They don't need to learn. They're not thinking straight. They're thinking that it's, they're trying to survive, and the choices that they make, by the way, that many times are, are bad and wrong in our eyes, are actually right if you knew the whole picture. I saw a t-shirt, a saying, right? Don't judge me, right? Because you don't know the whole story. And if you knew everything, that's al-tadanes chavercha, ad shetagiyelem kaimai. Right? That, everything comes from us. 
We just didn't make T-shirts. If Chazal would have made T-shirts and memes, it would have been much more popular. But they just put it all in writing, and it's, we, you know, one of the problems we have. Right? Like I said, always the 12-step program is so successful. Right? It's Masil Sharm, the whole 12-step program. But he just, he, he didn't call it steps. If he would have done step one instead of Parak Aleph, he would have been more Matzliach. So we have to go ahead and realize, either my kid is going to feel supported or abandoned. Now, in order for him to feel supported, I have to support things that are not really correct, because I'm supporting my child. Again, only under doctor's orders, when and where, you have to know how to apply it, and if it affects Tyre, you need your Rav. Okay, but the concept is, and nobody would have done that. Everybody would have told my Shorbenu, good, you have to show them, Hashem is not happy with you, I will not smile at you. I will not support this behavior. Right? That's what we all say. Hashem says, no. Imani bakas, bakas, who is going to be Megar of them? Go back to your kids physically and emotionally and support them because that's the only way they're going to get out of this mess. This is Avi Fishoff and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.